Lord, continue, amen, to open the eyes of your understanding, amen, that you may understand the hope of his calling, amen, may the wisdom and the knowledge of God saturate and overflow your heart, amen, that Christ may dwell in your heart richly in the name of Jesus. Our scripture reading uh, today will start from 1 Timothy, 1 Peter, I'm sorry, 1 Peter, the fourth chapter, verse 12 through 19. That's the first place we're going to go. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 through 19. And then we're going to jump back to uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 through 12. And we have several other scriptures that we're going to go to tonight as well. Amen. Praise God. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 through 19. That in the New King James Version. And then we're going to back up to Matthew chapter 5. Verse 10 through 12, amen, that in the New Living Translation, amen, praise God, glory to God. It says in 1 Peter, the fourth chapter, beginning at verse 12, beloved, think it not strange concerning these fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you, but rejoice, glory to God, but rejoice to the extent that you are partakers, thank you, Lord, that you are partakers of the sufferings of Christ, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of us suffer as a murderer, as a thief, as an evildoer, or as a busy busybody in other people's matters. Yet if you are if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him be not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter, for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it began with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, if the righteous are scarcely saved, glory to God, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls, amen, to him in doing good as a, amen, as a faithful creator. Praise God. Matthew now, chapter 5, verse 10 through 12 in the New Living Translation. This is part of what is called the Sermon on the Mount. Amen. The Beatitudes. Praise God. The Beatitudes. Verse 10 in the New Living Translation said, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Glory to God. God blesses Amen. You, when you are mocked, when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Verse 12, be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember the ancient prophets who were persecuted, amen, in the same way. Praise God, in the same way. Want to talk from this subject tonight, armed for end-time suffering. Armed for end-time suffering. Amen. 
want to say this in the beginning. I think it's worth saying that the, amen, the wicked have always gnashed their teeth at or persecuted the righteous. It is a principle that you see in Genesis 4 of the reason why Cain killed Abel. Abel. The Bible said that he killed him because his deeds were evil and his brother righteous. Amen. So the scripture also says that from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom suffers violence and the violence taken by force. We've always been always been subjected, amen, to violent reactions. Amen. So the church has uh, come under fire from demonic and fleshly belief systems, amen, that deny the person and the ministry of Christ displayed or demonstrated through the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The church from day one has always come under this kind of demonic and fleshly fire uh, onslaught belief systems that deny Christ, the person of Christ, amen, that's through the work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From the from the book of Acts, well, actually from the time Christ started ministering on the scene, at verse at age twelve, there was some there was some conversation about how did he know what he knew? Amen. He him being only twelve years old. Amen. So Christ has always come with some level of controversy to those who don't believe, to those, amen, who have not studied the scriptures. Another believe in the person of them and the ministry of Jesus Christ. We're not we're not dealing with anything different in the hour that we're in than that has been doing going on. Amen. It just has pulsated, increased and decreased throughout the ages. And the increase in this age, I believe, is an indicator of the end of time. Amen. It's an indicator of the end of time. And what the enemy wants us to do, desire for others to do, because he's a thief and a robber, is to distract us so much so that, amen, we don't finish our work before Christ return. Amen. He want to distract us so that we don't, amen, when the master return, he catch us with our work undone. However, the antidote, amen, the, um, the, 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 the strategy, that's it, one of the strategies that we must encourage one another with in this end time is to arm ourselves with a mindset. Praise God, a mindset. First Peter 4 and 1, if you back up, is going to say, therefore, since Christ, amen, suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind, for he who suffers in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he no longer shall live the rest of his times in the flesh for the lust of men, but for the will of God. Amen. Since Christ suffered, amen, in the flesh for us, arm yourselves with the same mind. Arm yourselves with the same mind. So this is why Peter later on says, thinking not strange. Amen. Don't be surprised when these things come up on us because it is an indicator, it is, a, as I would say, a satanic compliment that the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. Amen. It's a compliment that the spirit of Christ is upon you. It is a, it is a demonic 
compliment, amen, that you're going in the right direction with the right person. Amen. It's a compliment. So Peter says, don't be surprised by it. Think it not strange concerning these fiery trials, amen, as though some strange things happen to you. Amen. Many have come to erroneously believe if I do everything correctly, if I walk in the right shoe, amen, uh, steps in the Lord, praise God, amen, I shouldn't have that much suffering. But, amen, the Bible is clear about our position in Christ. Philippians, the first chapter in verse 27 says, only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ. So whether I come and I see you or I'm absent, I may hear of your affairs that you may stand fast in the spirit with one mind. Amen. Uh, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Verse 28, not in any way terrified by your adversary, which is to them a proof of predation, but to you a salvation and that from God. Look at verse 29. This is where I want to really lay my hat. For to you, it has been granted on behalf of Christ. For to you, it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, amen, but also to suffer for him, having the same conflict which you saw in me and now here is in me. It has been granted on Christ's behalf, glory to God, that, amen, we, we suffer, praise the name of the Lord, not just believe in him, but suffer for his namesake. Amen, praise God. And so it is inherent, it is part of the walk in God for you and I to experience, glory to God, some hardship. It's part of it to be talked about. It's part of it to be ridiculed. It's part of it to be lied on. It's part of it, amen, to be, amen, deeply misunderstood to the place of murder. Glory to God. Philippians, the third chapter in verse 10 says, amen. Um, well, let's back up to verse seven. It says, but what things were gained to me, these things I've lost for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things for loss, for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whom I've suffered the loss of all things, and I count them as rubbish that I may get, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that that which is but that which is through faith in Jesus Christ, righteousness, which is of God by faith. Look at verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I may obtain, amen, to the resurrection of the dead. I know that's a mouthful, but he says, I just don't want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I know him, I want to know him in full. I got to know him in totality, amen. I got to know all that is, he, amen, that is of Christ. This generation seemed to be enamored. We are overrun to it. We are ex exceptionally excited about, amen, power in the Holy Ghost. Dunamis and exousia, operating in the power and authority of the Lord. We are, we are, we are overjoyed with entering into with his gates with thanksgiving, coming into his course with praise. 
been thankful unto him and blessed his name. Yes, all that is part of the salvation walk, amen, with Christ. But there's another part of that that comes, amen, with the walk with Christ. John, the gospel according to John, chapter 15 and verse 18, gives us some, amen, some explicits that we have to get down in our spirit, arm ourselves and our minds, praise God, and be not afraid nor weary when these things, amen, come upon us in the times that we are living in. We need not be paralyzed with fear of men. We need not, amen, let it take us down as though we're doing something wrong, but arm ourselves, amen, with a mindset that we're going to be involved in some end-time suffering. John 15, in verse 18, it says, If the world hates you, amen, you know that it hated me before it hated you. I'm going to read that again. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. If you were of the world, from that world system, the world would love its own, yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world. Glory to God. Therefore, the world hates you. We're not of the world. We're in the world, but not of the world. Amen. We're not of that system and therefore hates you. Remember the words that I say to you. A servant is no greater than his master. Remember the words that I say to you. A servant is no greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they keep kept my words, they'll also keep your words. But all things, all these things they will do, amen, to you for my name's sake. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake because they do not know him who sent him. Verse 22, if I had come and spoken to them, they would have, they would have no sin. But now, amen, they have no excuse for their sin. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Verse 23, he who hates, amen, me, hates my father also. You got to get that down in your spirit because there are a lot of crafty, well-thought-out, well-selected words, amen, through the liars in this hour. But he is, amen, but Jesus is explicit. The, word, the, the words are cut and dried, amen, never mind all that jibber-jabber, the well-crafted arguments. Verse 23 says simply this, he who hates me, my Christ, hates my father also. Simple. Glory to God. But this happened that the word, amen, might be fulfilled, which is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. They have hated me without a cause. Got good news, though. But when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, amen, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. Thank you, Lord. Let me read that good news again. When the helper comes, amen, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth, amen, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me and you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Talking to, uh, amen, about the 12. Glory to God, amen. And so Christ, 
is very clear, very explicit about, amen, uh, what's to come upon us, amen, for the name of Christ. What's to come upon us, amen, and the servant is no greater than the master. But we have Christ as an example. So we should arm ourselves with that type of mindset. Arm ourselves with that type of, amen, strength and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Uh, no one, no man goes to war at his own expense. So God equips us, amen, ahead of time for the things that will happen so that, amen, we will be uh, ready, we will be secure, we will stand boldly, we will stand in righteousness, we will stand, amen, and God be glorified in our doing in the name of Jesus Christ, glorious Father, righteous Master, wonderful God, our, our Lord and Creator, our sustainer, amen, the shepherd of the sheepfold, Psalm 41 and 9, this is good. Psalm 41 and 9, amen, on for end time suffering. The Psalm 41 and verse 9 through 13 in the New King James Version, Version says this, even my own familiar friend in whom I have trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. Even my own familiar friend in whom I have trusted, Amen. And who ate my bread has lifted up his heel against me. But you, O oh Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up that I might repay them. Look at verse 11. This is awesome. By this I know that you are well pleased with me because my enemies does not triumph over me. Glory to God. By this I know that you are well pleased with me because my enemy does not triumph over me. Hallelujah. That's enough praise. That's enough scripture to praise until Jesus return. Glory to God. Verse 12, as for me, you uphold me in my integrity and set me before your face forever. Verse 13 in my last verse, blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. That's the praise. Glory to God. Amen. And so that is uh, a, 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 psalm, a prophetic psalm, amen, pointing towards the life of Christ, amen, pointing towards Judah, Judas, amen, of Iscariot, glory to God, that, that betrayed Christ. That's a, amen, a, that's a, a messianic prophecy in the book of Psalm. That's the word, messianic prophecy in the book of Psalm, Amen. One of many that point towards the ministry and the person of Christ, in particularly, amen, Judas, who ate bread, who was set at the table and ate bread, has lifted up his heel against me. Amen. He was hated without a cause. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. So, 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 beloved, we arm ourselves with that mindset and thinking not strange when we are, amen, talked about, amen, un seem like unjustifiably that we're slandered and put down, seem like unjustifiably, hated without a cross. Glory to God. Peter says, think it not strange concerning these fiery trials as though some strange thing has happened unto you. Amen. But rejoice to the extent that you're, amen, partakers of the suffering of Christ. The book of Acts, the fifth chapter of the Bible says that, Pete, amen, that Peter and John 
Hey, praise God. They preached the gospel. They ran them away. Hey, man, beat them, put them in prison. They let, hey, man, angelic deliverance, let them go. They went back to the same place. Hey, man, they laid many stripes on them. And the Bible says they rejoiced because they were counted worthy. Glory to God. They rejoiced because they were counted worthy to receive stripes in the name of Christ. They rejoiced and they count, amen, because they were counted worthy. Hallelujah. Glory to God to receive, amen, stripes, amen, on behalf of Christ. Amen. Second Timothy, the third chapter, beginning in verse 10, is another place where we can empower ourselves in the Lord. Second Timothy, chapter 3, verse 10 through 13. This, beloved, we'll read in the uh, New Living Translation. Paul says to Timothy, but you, Timothy, amen, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose is in life. You know my faith, my patience, my love, and my endurance. You know, you know exactly what I've been through. You know how much, amen, persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch and Iconium and Lystra, but the Lord rescued me from them all. <laughs> Take heart in that. Glory to God. The Lord rescued me from them all. Yes, everyone, yes, everyone who wants to live God a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Yes, Everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer, will endure, will come in contact with, amen, will, amen, uh, face and have to go through some persecution. But evil people and imposters will flourish and they will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. Glory to God. We're in the hour of great deception. Hallelujah. But if we stand firm in the Lord, amen, if we stand strong in the power of his might and of his grace, the word of the Lord says the Lord knows how to deliver those that are his own. Glory to God. The Lord knows how to deliver those that are his own. Amen. And back in Matthew 5 and chapter 5 and verse 10 through 12, amen, it says, blessed are those who are persecuted for doing right for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are those that are persecuted for doing right. Arm ourselves with that tight mindset because sometimes we'll be, we'll, we'll be wielded. We are confused. What's the problem? I've done my best. I've been your friend. Hey, glory to God. Brought you to my house, sent you under my table, and this is the result. Amen. My own familiar friend who ate my bread has lifted up his heel against me. This is the hour where things are manifest seemingly unjustifiably. And yet, we have to understand that the servant is no greater than the master. If they did it to the green tree, they'll show enough do it to us. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 11, God blesses you when you are mocked. God blesses you when you are mocked and persecuted and lied about. God blesses you when you are mocked, glory, persecuted, thank you, Father, and lied about for all sorts of evil things against you because you are my follower. God says, He's amen, going to bless you. Amen. Verse 12 says, be happy about it. 
<laughs> rejoice greatly. Praise God and be very glad for a reward awaits you in heaven. And remember the ancient prophets, amen, were persecuted in the same way. Glory to God, amen. God rewards those, praise God, that hold fast. He's a reward of them who diligently seek after him. Hold fast in this hour, beloved, amen. Arm your mind, be sober, be vigilant, hold fast unto godly doctrine. Praise the name of the Lord, a, uh, complete the assignment upon you for, amen, this is my charge. In the Lord is to finish what God gave me. Hallelujah. Amen. All environments is not going to be pleasant. All seasons are not going to be without their trials. Every tongue is not going to praise the work. There will be some who will accuse. There will be some who mock. There will be some who outright lie about you and say all types of evil things against you for one reason, that we're followers of Christ, that we are followers of Christ. But Peter says in 1 Peter 4, and 12, I mean, if 14, if you are reproached, verse 14, for the name of Christ, you're blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. Amen. That's because that's, that's a demonic compliment to say that the anointing is upon you. Amen. But he says, but let none of us suffer as a murderer, as a thief. Don't suffer because you're an evildoer. Amen. Praise God. But check this out. As a busybody and other Folks matters. Amen. As a busybody, you and amen, and other folks matters, and then call it the devil. No, you just in somebody else's business, amen, that you had no business in. In the New Living Translation, 1 Peter 4 and 15 says, if you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, prying into other folks, other people's affairs. Amen. If you suffer, praise God. Amen. Amen. However, it must not be as a murderer, stealing, making trouble. Glory to God. Prying into other folks' affairs. Praise God. Sometimes we get in trouble because we just don't mind our own business. Amen. And got caught up in something we should not be in. Praise God. And as a result, we receive the backlash from it. Glory to God. As a result, we receive, we receive the backlash from it and then say, that's the devil busy. No, you just shouldn't have been over there. Praise God. And uh, you got what you deserve for being in the wrong place, doing the amen at the wrong time. Amen. My last verse out of Hebrews chapter 12, verse starting in verse 1, the book of Hebrews chapter 12 in verse 1, it said, therefore, amen, we also, since we are surrounded or compassed by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which will easily ensnare us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, amen, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, sat down at the right hand of the Father, amen, of the throne of God, amen, for consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul. Glory to God. For you have not yet resisted unto bloodshed, striving against sin. You have not resisted bloodshed to the point of shedding your blood, amen, against sin. In the New Living Translation, 
amen, beginning at verse 3. Let's read it again. I think it'll help you in this version. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Glory to God. Amen. Looking unto Jesus, use him as the example. Amen. After all, you have not, amen, given your lives in the struggle against sin. Amen. You have not given your life to, amen, as Christ did in the struggle against, amen, sin. Praise God. And so you have to keep your mind on the Lord. Equip yourself with this type of mindset. So I exhort you on tonight, amen. That's much more we want to say about 1 Peter. We're going to get more into that on, amen, tomorrow's next week's study. But I want to encourage you because the times are getting more and more evil. Evil men and imposters are getting more and more. We're living in, amen, some very deviant times. However, we have a Savior, amen. His name is Jesus. He's the Christ. He is the Son of the living God. And I want to encourage you in that, beloved. I want you to hold fast. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Glory to God. Those of you that are, amen, experiencing grief behind a loved one, praise God. One thing is true. And one thing is, amen, is a just saying that the Lord knows those that are his. Praise God. That same Holy Spirit that gave, amen, us strength in temptation, gave us strength, amen, and on our trials will give us strength. Amen, amen, also in the loss of our loved ones. So we, we lean to him, we trust him because he is able in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for these that are yours, that will, they, that will hear this, amen, message now and later. I pray that your anointing would rest upon it, that it would empower us, that it will keep us, and that we will draw strength in our faith and we will elevate as a result of it. We bless you, we thank you, we magnify you, we adore you, we lift you, we give you a praise. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. And we thank you for what you've done and doing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. 